the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. One of the things that we're told in the Bible to do is keep our eyes on Jesus, the one who is the author and finisher of our faith. One of the reasons why is because that's how we'll learn what we should be like and what we should do. Jesus will show us clearly and completely how a child of God is supposed to live. It's through watching Jesus that we can learn all the things that matter to our Father so that we can represent Him properly like we are all supposed to do. That's why being imitators of Christ is what we should always do. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. It says, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Who's the he he's talking about? Go back to verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, capital W, and the Word was with God, capital G. And the Word, capital W, was capital G, God. Are you listening to me up in here? We ain't talking about no little G, God. Praise God. I'm talking about the capital G, God. The only wise God, the creator of heaven and earth. Because there's only one God, one true God. Everything else is a false God. Are you listening to me up here? This is the one that he's talking about. That back in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Mm. In him was life and the life was the light of man. The light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came from for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Because if he'd have got here, they would have known who he was. But there was somebody there who knew who he was that could be able to tell everybody else that that's him. Verse 8, he was not that light, big L, but was sent to bear witness of that light, big L. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, talking about the word, who is God. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Pause button. That's one of the reasons why you shouldn't be too shocked about being a child of God and the world don't understand you. The world don't, they, they, they can't roll with you. They don't know. They, 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 that, that shouldn't shock you. Why? Because they didn't understand the one that you being like. Are you listening to me? Well, if they couldn't understand them, then they, why can they understand you? Praise God. Pause button off. On second thought, put it back on. Praise God. We should tell you some things too. Because if the world understands you and knows you very well, then they must not know your God. And wait a minute, that means you must not be acting much like God either. Because if they're comfortable around you, being the wrong people, 
continuously around you, that speaks more about you than it speaks of them. Because if you live this thing out like you're supposed to, the world ought to become uncomfortable around you. Not uncomfortable because not, not, not you're weird and crazy. That ain't what I'm talking about. Because some people are uncomfortable about folk because they're just weird and crazy. And they think it's because they're Christians. No, because you're weird and crazy. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you make anybody uncomfortable. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about the ones that's living this thing out like we're supposed to. Pause button off. I don't want to spend that much time on that. But see la. Think about what I just said to you. Verse 10. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. Notice, but as many as received him. There's a separation here. There's a difference. There's one class of people. There's another class of people. I'm not speaking negatively. I'm just telling you the truth. There's one group of people. There's a whole other group of people. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on on, on, on his name. See, there's a people who have received him. Those are the people that received the power to become the sons of God. See, it took power to make you a son of God. And it takes power to live this thing out as a son of God. But God gave you the power to become the son of God. And he gave you the power to be able to live this thing out as a son of God. See, I like this because that lets me know being a Christian ain't weak. Being a Christian is being powerful, which means I got a power they don't have. You got a power the world don't have which makes you more powerful than they are because you have something they ain't got. Are you listening to me up in here? So if you're so powerful, why you want to keep relegating yourself to weakness to be like the rest of the world when God has given you the power to be a more powerful person than they are? Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. If I'm a person that can make baskets anytime I shoot them, just because you can't make yours don't mean I'm going to stop missing mine. Are you listening to me up in here? If you're a person that can't catch a pass when it's thrown to you, don't mean that I'm going to drop my pass when you throw it to me. Praise God so I can be like thee. I'm so you can feel less about you being inadequate in catching when I'm good at catching. Are you listening to me up in here? If every time I go up to bat, I knock it over that, talking about that wall or that fence that's out there, praise God, I'm not going to like dribble it to a pitcher just because you can't hit it over the wall. I'm not going to reduce myself because you ain't enough to handle that. Are you listening to me up in here? I ain't going to water down my game because you ain't got no game. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But that's the way it's supposed to be in Christ. You are a powerful individual. In fact, you are the most powerful person walking on the face of the earth today. There is no more powerful than powerful than you because you was made a little less than God. You was made, and God is powerful. In fact, God is all powerful. You ain't all powerful, but you got some power, praise God, and you got enough power to be powerful. So you shouldn't water yourself down to be less than who you are just to be able to be with somebody else and just to be able to conduct yourself like somebody else. Oh, I got, I got an anointing on me right now, praise God, that I think I'm going to talk to some single folk up in here, praise God. If you got to water your life down in order to be with somebody so they can be with you, then you go ahead and let that person get away from you. Are you listening to me? You go on and let the fire shine and let you do what you do. In fact, I teach singles, praise God. You keep running toward the direction that God has in store for you. And then look to your side. If they can't keep up with you, that one wasn't for you. Praise God. You don't slow down to be able to turn down what God has for you to be able to make sure that you got somebody with you. Are you listening to me? You don't drag corpus corpses with you. You let them go. Praise God. And you go on to where God has in store for you. Hallelujah. Because there's something better waiting on you. Praise God. You keep trying to water down your life to be with them. 
You don't say amen when you're around them. You don't say praise the Lord when you're around them. Come on, it's getting quiet up in here. You was amen in a minute ago. Praise God. Now it's getting more personal. Praise God. You don't study your word like you do when they ain't around. Praise God. When you come in church, you're usually up dancing all up in the front. But when they around now, you're just sitting there looking like a bump on a log, looking like a toady frog. Praise God. Just like they do too. If you don't get your tail up and do the dance, if they can't accept you for who you are, that's not the one for you. Hallelujah. Pause button off. Let's get back into this. Praise God. Verse 12, he said, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. See, there's power that took you to become a son of God. And it's power that's going to keep you acting like you a son of God. That word power right there means privilege. Oh, I love this. You've been received the privilege to be a son of God. It is a privilege to be a son of God. This ain't something everybody can do. This is only the ones that the privilege could do. I don't know where you was before you got born again. I don't know what kind of lifestyle you lived before you got born again. I don't care what you was about and what you, what you tried to be about. You could never live this privileged life that God has in store for you that he now has in store for you now that you're a son of God. You're a son of God. Praise God. And you've been given the privilege to become a son of God. Now, I like that because then this, excuse me, this word power in the sense of ability means privilege. In the sense of ability. So that means along with this privilege comes abilities also. That's why subjectively it also means capacity, competency, and freedom. That's why subjectively it means capacity, competency, and freedom. In other words, along with the privilege to be the son of God, we've been given the capacity, the competency, and the freedom to be sons of God. Let's work on capacity first. We've been given the capacity to be sons of God. When you got boned again, ha, Spirit of the Lord moved in on the inside of you and then made you a person that was capable of receiving the glory of God. Made you a person that was capable of holding the presence of God. Made you a, oh, oh, see, made you a person that is capable of having God in you without you busting open, without you busting wide, falling apart, he caused you the ability to be able to receive the presence of a living God on the inside of you and still be you. Are you listening to me up in here? He gave you the capacity to do it. Are you listening to me up in here? For instance, for instance, for instance, if, if somebody was about to come and give me, praise God, you know, a, 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 a bushel basket full of diamonds. Praise God. And I'm like, all right now. And I pull out an eight ounce Dixie cup. Yeah, an eight-ounce Dixie cup. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't have the capacity to receive what you're about to give me. It's going to cause it to me, me to receive less of what it is that you have in store for me. But God said, no matter how small you was, the moment you got born again, God gave you the capacity to be sons of God. You have the ability to be all the sons of God are supposed to be. You have the ability to be received and be all that who the sons of God really are. You ain't got to go back none and get none of it later after you get born again. All of it are received to you the moment you get born again. Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Everybody say bye-bye. bye-bye. And all things have become new. Everybody say hi-hi. <laughs> And all things are of God. Everything is of God. Are you listening to me up in here? God gave you the capacity to be the sons of God. I love that. 
That means that you can be the son of God because you got everything in you necessary to be the son of God like you ought to. You have everything in you necessary to be the son of God. Why? Because he made you a son of God. Everything, he made you a son of God. You wasn't that before, but you are that now. Which means I don't care what your capacity was in terms of the lifestyle that you lived before you got born again. You now have the capacity to live like you a son of God now. You have the capacity. You, you got the goods, baby. You got the goods to be able to live good. You, get the good. you got the goods to be good. You got the goods to be able to live the life like you should. Are you listening to me up in here? So you can't come back and say, well, see, I ain't never been that kind of person. When it was that, pre-Christ or after Christ? Because after Christ, you a new creature. Everybody said bye-bye to that old creature. You a new creature now. Are you listening to me? And that creature has the ability to be the son of God. You can be the son of God. You can act like a son of God. You can conduct yourself like the son of God. And if any thought of anybody tells you that you can't, that's a lie from the pit of hell. You have the ability to do everything that that word does tell. So when he says be holy even as I am holy, you can be holy even as I am holy because you got the capacity to be holy. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. You've also been given the competency to be holy. Oh, glory. You got the competency to be holy. See, at the same time we become sons of God, we've also been given the competency to be sons of, of God. I like that. Competency means the ability to do it accurately and to do it precisely. You got the ability to do it accurately and precisely. You have the, you can, you've been given the competency to be sons of God, which means you might not have been able to do it before. But now you have the competency to do it, which means from the moment, I said the moment, from the moment, did you hear me say moment? I said the moment that you get born again, you have the ability to fulfill every single thing that that word says. You ain't got to work up to it. You immediately have the ability to do it from day one, moment one, you have the ability to be able to be the son of God that God wants you to be, which means you don't have to fail. You don't have to fall. You don't have to mess up. No, not at all. All you have to do is be who he made you to be and you can be able to do this thing like you're supposed to. Listen to me now. From the moment that you become a Christian, I said the moment you become a Christian, you have the ability and the competency to be an A Christian from that point forward. You don't have to be a B, C, D, E, or F Christian. You don't have to fail at it. You don't have to be average at it. You don't have to be inadequate at it, but you can be an A at it from moment one the question is, is whether or not you cleansed your mind of the lies that you had in it at that time that causes you to believe you can't do what God said to do. You have the ability to do. Are you listening to me up in here? Because God gave you the competency to be able to do. He made you an A Christian right off the bat. You don't have to make a mistake at nothing. That's why, that's why, that's why some folk, not every folks, but some folk, that when they get born again, they might have had an addiction inside of them. But when they prayed the prayer of salvation or somebody maybe lay hands on them or something like that, it's gone just like that. Why is that? Because you ready for this? Because for every one of you, it was gone just like that. No matter what weakness you had, it was gone just like that. No matter what inability you had, it was gone just like that. No matter what it is that was trying to hold you at bay, it was gone. Now you listen to what I say. It was gone right then. Praise God. The problem, you say, well, why didn't it seem to go away from me? Because you still have thoughts in thee that tells you it's still with thee. And so you living out what you learned rather than what I'm teaching you right now. Are you listening to me? But that's why you come to church. That's why you learn the word of God. So that you can learn about the new you rather than the old you. So you can quit being the old you and step up and be the new you that God made you to be. Is anybody hearing me up in here? You have the competency. Look at your neighbor and say, you got the competency. 
to be an A1 Christian. You can do this thing all the time. And don't have to fail at any time. Because God gave it to you. Amen. There you go. Praise God. God throw a hot on the back of that. Praise God. Hallelujah. That might not do nothing to none of y'all, but that excites me, praise God, hundredfold back into your life. Because a lot of people use the excuse of God's still working on me. Well, technically, he finished with thee. But you need to learn who you really are so that you can step and be who you're supposed to be. Are you listening to me up in here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. He gave us the capacity, the competency, and the freedom to be sons of God. The moment we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he not only set us free from the slave market of sin, but he gave us the freedom to be sons of God too. He gave us the, see, it takes freedom to live this thing out as a son of God. That's why it's so insulting to watch children of God re-entangle themselves again with the yoke of bondage when he went such a great length to set you free, when he paid such a heavy price to set you free so that you can live this thing out in the freedom of being a child of God. See, the only way you can live as a child of God is if you set free. Because if you are still encumbered by this world, if you're still ensnared by this world, you can never live out the Christian life like you're supposed to. And which means if you don't live the life out like you're Christ, that you that, that you've been designed to do, you're ensnared whether or not you know it or not. You have still, you've, been, you've been ensnared. Why? Because you can't go no further and have the freedom to go where you want to go because you're stuck right there thinking that this is just what I do. That's why you still drink. That's why you still do things cause you to stink. That's why you still do all kinds of stuff that you're not supposed to do. Don't get mad while I'm talking to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why you're still chasing after every brother and every sister you can find, trying to get a piece of day. Amen. Praise God. Just rhyme. Just go ahead and rhyme. Praise God. You, you, you fill it out for me. Praise God. That's why that's going on is because you're still ensnared by this world. That's why you still coming home with liquor on your breath. Don't get mad at me here. Cigarette smoke on your breath. Don't get mad at me while I'm teaching up in here. Beer, margaritas, whatever you do. Praise God. That's why it's still being consumed by you because you're still ensnared by a world that you don't even understand yet. But you don't understand. God's already set you free. You walking around. Come on, mid midweek service. You walk around with an elephant min- memory. You walk around with an elephant memory. You're remembering what happened to you before and what you used to live like. And you're still thinking that that's holding you when it's no longer holding you. But God has set you free. See, it takes a real Christian to be able to live this thing out like they're supposed to. And live this thing out free like you're supposed to. Such a way as you can be able to do what you want to do and not do what you want to do. Well, I don't have to do it if I don't want to. Well, then stop then. Just stop then. Just stop with your bad self. You say that you ain't being bound. Stop it then. Put it down today and don't pick it up till three months from today and then come back and tell me whether you did it or not. And I'll tell you whether or not you're free. Praise God. Because if you can't do it, you're still bound by that thing. You're still doing it. Still, if you're still around it, it's because you're bound by that thing. If you can't put that alcohol down, that's because that alcohol is controlling you. If you can't put that cigarette down, it's because it's controlling you. If you can't quit hanging out with that boo that you know ain't the one that you're supposed to do, then it's because he's, he or she is still controlling you. Are you listening to me up in here? Come on, y'all saying amen to that. How about that TV program that y'all watching? Praise God. Hallelujah. That TV, that the boob tube, that one-eyed monster that's controlling you, holding you to be able to make sure that you're there at that time to watch that stupid stuff at that time. Some crap called reality TV. There is no reality TV. The moment you got a camera in front of people that know it's there, the reality is gone. Are you listening to me up in here? They're actors. They're B actors. Bad actors. That's what the B stands for. Praise God. And we even worse because we sitting there looking at this stupid stuff. How in the world can a Kardashian become rich? 
Because there's a bunch of stupid people that keep trying to make them seem like they're important. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. I'm teaching real good up in here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Put it down if you say you're free. Quit doing it. Praise God. Put it down and don't put it off. Don't wait till tomorrow. Do it today. While the word of the Lord is still on you today. Hallelujah. I said that word power in the sense of ability means privilege. But subjectively, I told you it means capacity, competency, and freedom. Because the moment that God sets you free, you are now free indeed to be able to live this thing out like you're supposed to. Objectively, I like this. Objectively, it means mastery. Mastery. God gave you the power to become a master at being a son of God. He gave you the mastery. That means along with the privilege to be sons of God, we've been given the ability to become masters at being the sons of God. We got the privilege to be masters at being a son of God. We we can be masters. We, I sounded like a master, didn't I? Praise God. We become masters at being the son of God, which means we ain't no poop butt, baby. We can be good at this thing. We can be good at being sons of God. Are you listening to me? Do it effortlessly. That's what God wants for me and you. And since God is good and, 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 and we sons of God and we're supposed to be being like him, then we can be good at being good. You can be good at being good. It don't have to be hard for you. You can be a master at being good. Such a way as you handle it with no problem. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Well, that's all the way have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that one of the things that God wants all of us to do is to be imitators of him in all that we do. I hope that you're not only seeing that's what he wants all of us to do, but that you're inspired to do what God wants us to do. That is, become the imitator of God that he wants every one of us to be and do, including me and you. We should do everything we can do to learn how to become more like the God who loves and who saved me and you. That's what I'm going to do, and I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just got to the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely his singles fellowship this evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free, and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month. 
where all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until A, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Neither I. VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You've been a blessing to us in ways we never asked or expected. But one thing we do expect is the blessings that are coming your way. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to all of us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. God's going to do for each and every one of you what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to make sure you reap what you sowed. So we thank God in advance for all the different blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us in each and every way. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.